Tired of wasting money on supplements that just don't work? Concerned about falling victim to fraud? Look no further. Introducing All American Supps, your one-stop solution for high-quality, affordable, and effective supplements. Save money. With All American Supplements, you'll enjoy unbeatable prices on a wide range of top-notch supplements, everything from multivitamins to protein powders. Plus, we offer amazing discounts and deals to help you save even more. Protect yourself from fraud. At All American Supplements, your safety is our top priority. We guarantee all products we produce will meet or exceed label claims and are 100% pure and potent. It's the number one principle we live by. We know once you experience what our high quality formulations and real science can do, you'll be hooked. Know for a fact your supplements work. Our supplements are backed by extensive research and proven results. You can trust that every product we offer delivers on its promises so you can reach your health and fitness goals with confidence. So what are you waiting for? Join the thousands of satisfied customers who've made the switch to All-American Supplements. Visit allamericansupps.com today to start saving money, protecting yourself from fraud, and knowing for a fact your supplements work. Don't forget to use discount code BUSYFITWORLD20 for 20% off at checkout. Welcome to the Busy Fit World Podcast. I am your host, Wendy Lafayette. Thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day to listen to the show. I'm going to switch gears a little with this episode from what you are used to. With the recent passing of my brother, Michael, who lost his 40-year battle to cystic fibrosis, I am dedicating this interview to him and everyone who still suffers with the disease, as well as family members, friends, and loved ones affected. This guest is the director of a Montana-based cystic fibrosis nonprofit, the Cody DeRiff Foundation. They generously assisted my family in providing proper end-of-life services for my brother when he left this world back in March. I hope you find this conversation informative in not only further understanding the disease and its implications, but that you are confident in reaching out and researching all of the various resources available to assist when needed. Don't be shy. There are very generous donors out there who want to help you. Hi, Pam. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Busy Fit World podcast. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for asking me, Wendy. Yes. Now, before we get started, um, for our listeners, this is Pam Western from Breathing is Believing. And I thought we would start out before we get into an introduction with a quote from Cody. And this is right off her website. She said, I dream about how I can make the time I have remaining as incredible and meaningful as possible, and then more. Mm-hmm. And um, because I recently just lost my brother, uh, he lost his battle to cystic fibrosis. It was kind of hard to read that and not tear up and get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that it would be appropriate because I really want to dedicate this to him and to everybody out there who was affected by CF in some way. So Pam, Thank you again so much. Um, why don't we start with a little introduction of who you are and what exactly is Breathing is Believing? You bet. Yeah, I'm Pam Western. I'm the executive director. Um, the name of the foundation is actually the Cody Deere Foundation. It does get a little confusing because the tagline is Breathing is Believing, as well as the website. Um, but the name of the foundation is named after Cody, who did um, sadly pass away from cystic fibrosis when she was 23 years old. She was 11 days shy of finishing college and Cody had asked her parents to do something to help other people living with cystic fibrosis and if you can imagine 
um, the grief that you'd be going through as a parent, losing a child to this disease in their early 20s, and then really turning that around and doing something to help other people with the same disease that took her life is really quite remarkable. And so um, both George and Jenny, Cody's mom and dad, along with Cody's brother, who's also still a founding board member, um, just really worked tirelessly since 2005. They started helping people with CF. Jenny says that people told her she wouldn't be able to start a nonprofit. She wouldn't be able to do it. And that was all she needed to hear to get it done. She really has that um, amazing kind of personality that when she decides she's going to do something, she does it. And she did it in a just really built an incredible, phenomenal foundation and right away started helping other people living with the disease. And then all the other things that go along with forming a nonprofit that if you haven't ever had to do that, you just wouldn't really know, but so much work went into that. And then in 2019, um, I saw an ad on Indeed for this position as executive director of the Cody Deer Foundation. And even though I've lived in Bozeman a long time, I personally hadn't heard of the organization before my husband had. They do a really good job of marketing and promoting their events in our community. And um, I knew it had a good reputation. I knew it was a solid organization. And I had some previous experience that, you know, I checked off all the qualifications that they were looking for in an executive director. And went ahead and applied. It was a little bit spur of the moment. In hindsight, I probably should have taken a little more time on my application, but um, I had just gotten home from a little part-time job I had. I was working at the hospital taking photos for families with newborns with a little company called Bella Baby. And so I'd go in and take pictures of families and edit them. And if they wanted to purchase them, they could. And then I'd go home. And this particular day, nobody wanted photos. <laughs> And so that meant I wasn't going to earn any money either because it was 100% commission. And it was just a very part-time job. And I'd been looking for something more full-time. And driving home in my car, an ad came on the radio for Indeed, which at that time, I actually had never even heard of Indeed. I'm surprised that they're on the radio. I didn't know that they did radio. (laughs) It was at that time they were. This was a few years ago. So I got home, downloaded the app, made a resume, started looking for maybe like a marketing job or something I could use my photography or something like that. And somehow this came up as a match for me. And so I applied and the rest is history, I guess. Well, I don't believe in coincidences. I think that day on purpose, somebody up there, wherever up there Mm -hmm. is, had a different plan for you, Pam. I, I, I fully agree with that. I do believe that it was God's provision for our life for sure. Yes. Yeah, I like to say that I'm not always the most likely candidate, but I'm, I've just put my whole heart and energy into this and um, we've made it work and we've grown and we're growing our programs and growing our funding streams and um, yeah, the organization's growing. So I'm proud of the work that we've done in the last few years. So for our listeners who perhaps don't know what cystic fibrosis is, mm-hmm. I thought I would ask you to go ahead and define that and maybe even talk a little bit about what life is like for someone suffering with CF. Mm-hmm. I'd love to answer that. And Wendy, you probably even have a, a more up close view. So it'd be great if you would also share your experience as well. I don't know if you've done that on your podcast, but I'm sure you'd have a lot to say as well with your brother um, having that diagnosis. So cystic fibrosis is a genetic disease. It affects approximately 30,000 people in the United States. 
both parents have to be carriers of that gene. And if they are, there's a one in four chance a person will be born with PF. A lot of people don't even know they're carriers until they have a child and the child's sick. Um, I, I can't remember what year. I know in Montana, I think it was 2006. And Montana was probably one of the last states to mandate newborn screening for CF. So I know since the early 2000s, um, if a child's born in the hospital, they screen them for cystic fibrosis. Um, and so most of the time it's caught early on. CF affects the body's ability to break down mucus. And so because there isn't that ability to break down mucus, you get mucus filled up in the lungs, digestive system, primarily um, sinuses, pancreas. And so there's usually signs right away that somebody's pretty sick. Um, however, I've definitely heard stories of back in the day before newborn screening, people being, even Cody, I think was nine before they were able, they thought she had asthma. Um, so that's the main effects of cystic fibrosis um, on the day-to-day. -day. It, From what I understand, there's very many um, genetic mutations and it affects each person differently. So some people might have more trouble with breathing. Some people, it might be more digestive issues. Um, so it really kind of affects everyone differently. Certainly living with a chronic illness affects your um, energy and how many things you want to get done during the day. And they need to be on daily treatments, daily medications. Someone with CF has to take a handful of pills every time they, they eat. Um, and then there's breathing treatments. If you've ever seen those vests or for your listeners, you probably are very aware, Wendy, but um, they'll wear a, like a, what do you even call that? It's a vest that beats them basically to knock up the mucus and help clear their airways every day, inhale steroids and breathing treatments to break up mucus. I mean, can you imagine like having to work that into your already busy day? And then, you know, some of them are adults and they have jobs and they have careers or they have families and taking care of yourself is a, is a really big deal if you have cystic fibrosis. Exactly. And it's not sometimes or when you feel like it, it has to be 365 oh. days a year. That's right. Yep. You might wake up and think, I don't want to do my treatments today. And some people will skip them and then they'll suffer the consequences of that later. They'll get sick or whatever. The other thing that people with CF are very vulnerable to is different kinds of bacteria. And they did discover in the 90s that they were very vulnerable to each other's bacteria. So prior to that, you'd see cystic fibrosis camp where all the kids with CF would go to camp together. And then they realized they were getting sicker and that they were sharing their bacteria with each other. And so unfortunately they had to establish a, a rule that if you have CF, you need to stay six feet away from somebody else. With Hence the movie fibrosis. six feet apart. Have you seen that? Yeah. Have. Oh, it is yes. so good. Uh, one touching. of the directors on that is on the board of another CF foundation here in California, actually, that our family was blessed to have worked with as well. Awesome. Yeah, so even before COVID, um, six feet apart, washing hands, sanitizing, wearing masks when you go to clinic, um, all that was very common in the CF world before the pandemic even oh, yeah. came, so. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, now you were talking about the different aspects of being a CFer is what I'm gonna call it, and anyone in that community knows that. Um, I'd like to talk about some of the benefits that your foundation provides to families 
because it's really, really important. For example, you were talking about all the medicine that they have to take. All of that medicine, unfortunately, is not always covered by insurance or Medicare, Medicaid. Also, there's travel to get to those appointments. Not everyone can afford that because oftentimes the specialist is not in your hometown. I know that was the case with us. We would have to travel two hours, but some families have to get on an airplane, go across the country to see their specialist. Um, I mean, the expenses from various things can add up really quickly. So is that one of the things that your foundation offers assistance with? Yeah, it is. And another thing we didn't mention prior to this too is the need for a huge caloric intake because they have trouble keeping on weight, gaining weight. At least historically, that's been the case with some of the new drug therapies. Thankfully, um, that's turning around. But that's just another another cost in the mix of all of this. And so, yeah, paying for gas to go to clinic, which in Montana, you're traveling pretty much. There's one CF clinic in the state, and then it's um, historically, that was a pediatric clinic. Now they do see adults there. But some of our adults travel out of state for clinic, and that's very expensive. So our medical program helps cover the cost of travel to clinic. If there's a hospitalization, we had a family recently. Their daughter was in the hospital for four weeks, and we were able to help pay for food and um, gas and you know, just the extra expenses for them while their child was in the hospital. Um and then co-pays that insurance doesn't cover. So that's one of our programs. That's the medical program. And now and on that second, program, Pam, just really quickly, what is the turnaround time from when a family, let's say it's a new family, they have a baby and they just found out and they, they're already mm-hmm. not good financially. And then they do mm-hmm. an application. What can they expect? Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty quick when we get a, when we get a request and I'm, pretty much checking my email every day and I take care of those requests. Sometimes I have to run them through a board member for approval. Um, As long as it's, you know, within the scope of our normal, what we take care of, it's very quick. If there's something that's kind of a different kind of request that we're not used to seeing, that might have to go to the whole board. But so I'd say a week at the soonest and, you know, as far as mailing a check and them getting it to, um, a month if something had to get board approved. But. Okay. Because I know um, yeah. as a CF parent, there's lots of paperwork they have to fill up for a multitude of different things. Right. So I just thought if someone's listening and was wondering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've really tried to make it as simple as possible because that has been one of the things since I was hired that we've tried to grow is our medical program when I was hired it was only available in seven counties in Montana. And in the fall of 2020, the board approved to open that program statewide. And there was a little bit of concern at that time, like, you know, is this going to drain all of our resources all of a sudden? Are we going to have so many crests? And that really isn't the case. A lot of people do have decent insurance. There's also other programs out that help, so we're not the only one. So it's actually been more us trying to streamline that process, make it as simple as possible and just continue to let patients know that it's available. So we're seeing an increase of requests now, but we try to make it easy. There's a simple form on our website. It's hopefully not too complicated to add to their already. I had reached out to you guys. The turnaround was Mm -hmm. incredibly, I feel like it was within 24 hours. In fact, that's why I asked is I just wanted to highlight that. I wasn't expecting it. In fact, I didn't know what to expect because I've never worked with a CF foundation, unfortunately, ever before uh, my brother's last week here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I guess on that note, as you were saying that you're starting to get more requests, my objective here is just to share this information about your organization and what organizations like yours can do for families Mm -hmm. and people affected by CF. One of the things that was really mind boggling to me was my family didn't find out about organizations like yours, unfortunately, until it was Mm -hmm. too late. And when I was looking at your website about all of the things that you guys help with, um, what, what could you recommend in terms of how to get the information out about the resources that you can provide so that no other mm-hmm. family has to wait until it's too late, like-minded, to find mm-hmm. out that you exist? I really appreciate that question. Our board has approved a, a pretty substantial increase in our marketing budget this year. That's one thing that we're trying to do. Obviously, because of HIPAA laws, you can't call the hospital and ask for the names of all their CS patients. So we're doing radio ads. We're doing some billboards this year. We're just trying to do everything we can to expand that social media ad. Um, but really our probably best connection is the clinicians that are working with the patients. And I feel like that has started to really improve like that um, communication and then them communicating to the patients that we're here and that we can help them, physical therapists, social workers, nurses, doctors. Um, when I first started here, I felt like there was I don't know what it was, but it was just seemed a little bit difficult. Like we kept telling them we're here, we want to help, but there was like somewhere that communication was being broken down. But now I feel like that is translating to the patients. Um, Another thing we did for our local clinic, and we're going to continue doing this is a little gift bag. It's just a little bag with some snacks in it and a, and a little card with our website info and all of our program info. That's getting handed out to patients at every visit. So, um, yeah, we're just really trying to increase awareness about what we're doing. Trying to plant a lot of seeds. And the social worker is huge. Um, So the social worker that Mm -hmm. we were working with, uh, my brother, he was at University of Washington, which is where he had his double lung transplant done. And that's where he ended up in the end. And it wasn't until we were working with a social worker really closely Um, that she actually recommended us to the CF foundation and the CF foundation is who recommended Mm -hmm. me to you. And prior to that, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that you existed and where I was born and raised in the state of Montana. My family's from there. We live there. And so I really encourage people now after hearing what you said, that when they're at these clinics, and even if it's the annual clinic that you referred to earlier to be asking questions, and even Mm -hmm. if they're not to that point where they're attending a clinic yet, ask your doctor, ask your nurse. And if they don't know, then that's going to force them to do a little bit of research and find out. And really, I guess I would just say, if you don't ask, the answer is going to be no. Yep, exactly. You really, yeah, that's a good point, Wendy. Because there's so many things that were listed on your website that you help with. As I was reading the list, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys. I mean, even just for example, you know, some type of a membership where you can be active and get some movement going, especially with someone with a lung disease, you know, covering those costs that the average person might not think, you know, a gym membership isn't that big of a deal, 1999 or whatever it might be. But when you have all these other, you know, medications, travel, fuel, food on top of it, the 1999, it is a big deal, you know, and just knowing that you cover such an array of things, um, Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And, you know, I kind of wanted to go through some of the different things that you guys do um, also for donors, people who are interested in donating money to a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. um, such as, you know, you guys have 
uh, benefits and silent auctions, you have a CF Awareness Month, community events, fundraisers, um, license plates. I love the Montana license plates now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm in California and I can't get one, but I, I love the design and everything. Um, your mailing list, uh, you know, and then the other thing that I know is you guys do actually have an event coming up in August. If you wanted to talk a little bit about that for anybody that's listening that might want to get involved, whether they want to take a trip to Montana, whether you already live there, but um, why don't you go over that a little bit? You bet. I, I do want to just um, go back real quick to the Rec and Fit program. That is our second program that we offer. And I, I just want to say that none of our programs are needs-based. We don't ask people for their income information. We're not, we're not doing this just because there's like, or even if there is a financial need. Jenny always liked to tell families, let us pay for the CF stuff that you can pay, you know, to go have fun or go out to eat or go on a vacation. So I just wanted to make that clear too, that our programs are not needs-based. Our Rec and Fit program does cover any kind of physical activity someone with CF wants to participate in. There's a $1,000 cap per year per client, but that will definitely cover a golf membership or a gym membership or some home exercise equipment or whatever. And then real quick too, just our third program is our Mother's Retreat program. And um, that was the one that was for sure most meaningful to Jenny as a mother of a child with CF. It's a phenomenal opportunity for these caregivers to get together and for some of them, they've never met another parent with CF because of the social distancing um, aspects. And so it's such a big deal to see these moms come together and start talking to each other and, and gaining that friendship and support from one another. And then we also do um, educational things at that retreat and talk to them about self-care and just really try to give them tools for, for the difficulty of taking care of a child who's been diagnosed with a chronic terminal illness. So, well, even siblings um, too, and other family members. And now that you say yeah. that, I was, I'm thinking I've never met another mom of a child with CF and, you know, mm -hmm. even just whatever role you play in your family as your sibling, I was the mm -hmm. oldest and I always felt like a caregiver to him. I think it would have been amazing to have that support and knowing there's someone else out there besides just your inner family of getting it and maybe they have a different way that works better or like you're saying just that encouragement or that support when you really could use it when things aren't going your way or you know they're in the hospital it seems like all the time so yeah. I love that having that support yeah. yeah it's a big deal so those are that's the overview of all of our programs and then yes on August 26th is our annual benefit auction uh, the year I was hired in in 2019 I was hired in August and started planning our our fundraiser in January and then by by March everything was shut down so we were able to pivot that online and um, raise a small amount of funds through that 2020 we didn't have an in-person event 2021 no in-person event so last year was the first year since I've been hired that we were able to actually have the benefit auction together and in person again and it was a lot of fun and um, yeah we work really hard on that it's, it's our biggest fundraiser of the year I would like to find something that maybe was a little bit easier to throw together to raise that amount of money, but I don't have that idea yet. Um, auctions just seem to really work well. Tend to gather people together and have, you know, quality items that people can bid on. And um, well, yeah. it gets the community so, together too, where they can exactly. bring items for donation. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and we and we'll have heartwarming stories. One, my friend um, who has CF spoke last year, and he was kind of my connection to cystic fibrosis before I got hired here. I'd met him in college, and we reconnected after I got hired here. And then he came and, and just gave a very inspiring talk. And I think, yeah, I mean, just having the opportunity again to educate people and let them know what life with CF is like. And our donors are very generous. Um, a lot of them were family friends of the dearest and um, just kind of our, yeah, we just, we call them our Cody team. So um, really grateful for everybody that comes and supports us. Well, they become like family. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she would be Definitely. very proud. I have no doubt. And I love the fact that when yeah. her mom was told that she wasn't going to be able to set this up, that's mm -hmm. all it took. For her right. to set it up and say, watch me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jenny's a very inspiring person. She's, I think she's enjoying her retirement now. She's um, moved to Arizona where it's a bit warmer for her, but we'll have her back for her mother's retreat and probably back again for the auction. And um, really, she is still the face of the foundation, even though she's stepped back from the day to day and all of that. But just a very inspiring person. I have a feeling that she earned her vacation and her time away in yeah, Arizona. <laughs> Just say the least, that's an understatement. She very much did. Yes, yeah. I love that. Pam, thank you so much for mm -hmm. taking time out of your day to thank come you, on Andy. and to assist me in educating the world about CF and how you can get involved as a donor and about your foundation. Um, I absolutely loved our conversation today. I've learned a lot and I hope the people out there that are listening are a little bit more confident in, you know, the ability to be able to reach out and ask questions and just do your homework. There are a ton of resources out there to help people um, in a, a ton of different capacities, as you mentioned. And um, for anybody in Montana, don't forget their event and to go and check out more after this episode, um, you can just go to breatheinisbelieving.com. .org. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure if it was .com or .org. Yeah, that's okay. Breathe in is believe in.org with no letter G's. So there's no G in breathe in or believe in. Yes, that's breathe right. In. I was yeah. hoping to say that right. I will list it in the show. <laughs> but I bet if you type it in, it'll yes. pop up. Or if you Google Cody Dare Foundation, it'll pop up. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Wendy. Yes. Okay, Pam. Thank you very much again. And um, we'll be in touch soon. Okay. Thank you, Wendy. Have a great day. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Pam as much as I did and that now you are open to becoming a donor or volunteer to nonprofits. Without you, the amazing work they do that changes the lives of so many wouldn't be possible. As always, thank you again for listening and sharing my show because without you, the listener, this wouldn't be possible. I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out at busyfitworld at gmail.com with comments or questions. And if you would like to work with me one-on-one -on -one for nutritional coaching, just send me a note. I can't wait to meet you.